Hey everyone, it's Carl. Before we get started, I want to let you know that I have a new podcast out called Alchemix Bar Diaries, where I tell you my thoughts that go through my brain about bartending techniques, theory, and anything to do related to the bartending world. We just started. I would love to have you come over, take a listen. The link for it is in the description of any podcast player you're listening to this to. And yeah, go check it out. Now let's get the show started. Of course. You just had to touch it. Everyone in the service industry has a story. Crazy customers, wild orders, and WTF moments. Do you want to start a tab? The podcast here to bring you those sales from behind the bar. My name is Carl. I've been in the service industry now for probably over 13 years. And I enjoy 90% of the world. Hospitality world. Oh, okay. My name is Riley, and I have done approximately two years in the service industry, and I could not give a total of how much I like and don't like because I haven't done much of it. <laughs> so here on this lovely little podcast, we read stories off the internet about the hospitality industry. Sometimes we have a guest, sometimes we don't, and we still don't have a guest because I am slacking on the, uh, what's the, the, the networking? The networking the, and the motivation the, the, just to right. find it. It's, it's so I apologize for that. So you just have to hear us read stories off the internet about the hospitality industry. Then we rate that story one through five. We talk about the story. Was it handled correctly? Could it have been handled differently? And we give some life experiences that kind of relate to that story because as much as we've been in the service industry, we service industry, we have seen almost all shapes and sizes of stories. Yeah, pretty much. Would you like to go first or would you like me to go first? Oh, uh, first of all, let's backtrack, backpedal a little bit. Yep. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> all right. So we also like to drink on this podcast. And today I'm having my first real martini. Define real martini. Now that chocolate bullshit. Well, yeah, that's given, but like. Oh, okay. Uh, so, are you talking about traditional specs or are you talking about like what? Um, I would say traditional classical specs of two ounces of gin, one ounce of dry vermouth, and one dash of Regan's bitters and one dash of Fee Brothers orange bitters. And I think it's important to note that the gin that we are using is a citrus gin. So yes, this has this specific gin has a big grapefruit note to it, which I kind of like. Mm -hmm. And the lemon kind of just makes it a little more. Yeah, it's, it's very citrusy, and it's not as uh, potent as I expected it to be. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot smoother than I thought it was going to be. Just another another cocktail in mm -hmm. arsenal that I'm going to probably drink way too much of at some point. Yep. All right. Would you like to go first? You can go ahead. Okay. So this subreddit is in the bartenders subreddit, or this is the subreddit bartenders. And sometimes what they'll do is someone will make a general like tell question us, post or question or post, post to say tell us your stories that involve this and then so stories aren't usually as long but they're still fun and curious so this is the horror stories looking for the best bartender horror stories terrible customers clogged toilets barf whatever you got i'll give you one of my not 100 my story but i was there so it counts and so we'll read it um again a lot of these aren't gonna have titles so I have a fellow bartender friend that works at a high-end cocktail bar. He had a customer come in and have about a half a dozen strong whiskey drinks. The customer began to show signs of heavy intoxication. Service was stopped, 
gave the guy a water, called him a cab, and that was that. My friend gets off and comes to my bar to have a couple of drinks, stays for an hour, and calls an Uber. The Uber comes, and the driver is the fucking guy he cut off 90 minutes ago. He said the car reeked of alcohol. He recognizes my friend and speeds off. He's left absolutely speechless that this guy thought he could safely drive people around. We email Uber the story and the info that was left on his app. No response. Cops take info, but he never or but we never hear anything about it. Scary stuff. That's my story. Stay out. Stay safe out there, my friends. <laughs> Man, the audacity of some people. I am Are you okay? I'm broken. <laughs> like you're broken. The 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 logic does not compute so hard that my that I am encountering processing <laughs> errors. <laughs> Man, <laughs> like I just like, oof. You get you get kicked out of a bar, or you get cut off. You get cut off, right? And it and seems then, like he handled the situation fine. Right. They well they called him an Uber, so he was too drunk to to get his own ride. Mm-hmm. And then he proceeds to be other people's rides. 90 minutes later. Like, I wonder how long did he go home? Did he get right back in his car and start Ubering? Or did he maybe wait an hour or so? You know, we don't, I know. don't know. That's, that's. Well, the asshole is a heavy, heavily intoxicated customer. Right. Slash Uber driver. Right. And the heroes are the two bartenders, you know. Yeah. You know, they cut off the guy when they should have. Got, right. him, got him home safely. Got him an Uber. Right. And then. <laughs> wow. I don't, man. I would be like. Am I sleeping? Like I'd be like, am I dreaming right is now? That, did, is this the Twilight Zone? <laughs> right, that's crazy. Maybe, maybe it wasn't actually him. Maybe it was his twin brother. Yeah, but the guy drove <laughs> off. <laughs> that would be hilarious too. <laughs> You're trying to defend the guy. <laughs> no, I'm just. Oh, that's that's a rough one. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I mean, I mean, oh, I don't even. I don't. I don't have. An, I, I'm speechless. See, I, I wonder I, how many people got into that car, like prior to this. Like right. if this wasn't his first pickup for the night, you right. know, if this is like his fourth. Did anyone else sense, like, oh, it smells like fucking Jack Daniels in here? Right. <laughs> and also, he said they said six whiskey drinks. Uh huh. How is he awake? I don't know. I mean, I guess I've had six whiskey yeah. drinks and still been fine, but well, not fine, but upright. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's, it's 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 interesting for sure because it's just a weird dynamic. Because I mean, obviously Uber's changed a lot of things, you know, and maybe he's just so drunk he thought he was good to go, or maybe he racked up such a huge bill day drinking he needed to get pay that fucking bill off. <laughs> Man. I don't know. Okay, so on a rating scale. One through five. So again, just one of your first times listening to us, we try to rate this as if this story is how unusual is this story? Have we heard anything like this before? And to like kind of put it in that perspective. Yeah. So honestly, this has got to be like a four four. Uh, yeah, because because you have you have the audacity that gets you some that's that gets you a higher rating, but then mm -hmm. you also get the coincidence factor. Or how, like, unless this is a really small town with like two bars total, right? But they have Uber, which means that you have to be in a pretty right. They have to be a decent size. So I mean, we're in a town of sixty thousand. We barely have Uber, right? 
But the, I think the pandemic helped a lot. That's true. This was but, four years ago, so right be- when right. Uber's still. Ubers were big here yeah. before. I mean, that. they're still big, but yeah, yeah, just around here. But anyways, yes. Sorry. You're gonna say four point four. I'm going to. I'm. Yeah, I'm gonna tie. I'm gonna say four point four as well because, like, yeah, it's the coincidence for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, what? What are the odds? What are the odds that anything like that happened? Like, think about Uber. Man, if we worked for Uber, think about the stories that we would read through emails about, like, drivers and situations and this or that, you know? Yeah, you don't want to work legal for Uber either. Yeah. Oof. The number of women that get kidnapped. That's true. uh, Lyft and Uber both had several lawsuits because of stuff like that. That's why you can send your location through the Uber app to friends now. Right. Anyway... All right. Well, so yeah, if you have a story similar to that where it's just this weird coincidence that happened at one, you know, something happened and then later that day a coincidence happened mm-hmm. like this, I don't really know what I'm trying to say, but if you have a story interesting like this or maybe not as interesting, we would love to hear. We love to hear stories that are one because those are usually like the funny ones because it happens all the time. We're like, ah, that's nothing. You know? Right. Or if you're curious what we would rate your story, let us know. There is we do have a subreddit is in the link of the description of any podcast player that you're listening to. And then we also have a voicemail, which we're still waiting for. We've had one voicemail, I'm still waiting. Not just me, we we both are. Just just get drunk one night with some friends and call us. Just leave us some Tell dumb us your ra- stories. It's just random. We could then be nothing. Just ramble for three minutes. Who gives a fuck? Right. At this point. Make it fun for us. Yeah, make it fun. <laughs> How much? Tell us who your favorite host is, and I mean, tell us why it's Riley, please. <laughs> <laughs> so the phone number is five six three two seven seven zero zero seven two. Again, five six three two seven seven zero zero seven two. And on a little other side note, I am working on a better website for us, and to where you can start going to the website, leaving comments on the stories, and then also. Like, you know, what we rate them, you'll be able to filter out what stories are what and see what our highest and lowest rated stories are. Okay. Interesting. So I really do need to start working on that spreadsheet, don't I? Yep. Okay. Thank you very much. (laughs) I don't ask a lot of you. I ask a shit ton of you. Yeah. (laughs) We appreciate you guys listening to the show. We love you guys so much. If you guys want to support the show, we do have a Patreon for just $3 a month. We talk more with each guest about their personal experiences, their growth in the bartender industry, what they're doing now, and everyone's different journey because not everyone's going to be a life bartender and they each have exciting lives. So yeah, just for $3 a month, you know, that's a pint, that's less than a pint of glass of beer. So go check it out. Links in the description at Patreon. Do you want to start a tab? Thank you so much, guys. Did you guys know Riley and I have a YouTube channel called Alchemix Bar, a website and Instagram based all around cocktails? We also created the Bartender's Alphabet to better understand slang and descriptions and other things involved with cocktail making. So if you want to check that out, it's in the link description, Bartender's Alphabet at Alchemix Bar. Hope you guys enjoy. And now back to the show. All right, you got a story for us, babe? I do. And since the police were involved in the first one, I think I'm going to uh, 
continue on a similar vein. What's that song? That's the sound of the police. I don't know. I know what song you're talking about, but I'm not going to try to sing it. Yeah, that's all I'm going to sing. All right, go ahead. All right. This is from the Bartenders subreddit, and it was posted three months ago by Buffy Scrims. It's called Ex Sheriff Came Behind My Bar to Fight Me Last Night. God, just give me me one shot. (laughs) Give me one shot. I work at a hotel bar. We have, <laughs> we have a rule that people can't bring in outside food and drinks. Pretty common sense stuff. You can't have hotel guests just plopping down in front of the TVs with their own 30 packs. Trust me, they try. Last night, this group of three people sit at the bar for Monday Night Football. I keep trying to get food and drink orders from them. They all say they are okay. I think maybe they are waiting for someone and they'll all order later. After about an hour, a fourth guy comes down with three cans of soda and a huge plate of outside food. As nicely as possible, I tell the group we don't allow outside food. We have to keep this area open for bar guests. There's an area in the hotel lobby with TVs where you can watch the game and bring whatever you want. They don't respond to me and just continue sitting. I tell the manager what's going on. He's annoyed, but because we're part of a hotel, we are ordered to try as hard as possible not to escalate any situation so we don't piss off the guests. So I decide, whatever, I'm just going to ignore them. Until one hour later, when the same guy comes back with even more outside food. I kindly say, I told you we don't allow outside food. He gives a shitty grin and says, sorry, and keeps eating. At this point, I'm over it. I turn the TV off so they can't watch the game anymore and go get a manager. When I come back, this man is behind the bar turning the TVs back on. He gets in my face and starts screaming at me because I'm an asshole for how I treat customers. I explain to him that since he didn't buy anything, he's not a customer. (laughs) He then gets in my face, says, what are you going to do about it? He calls me a fucking pussy and shoves me. This is a stone cold sober 60 plus year old man. I somehow bring myself to just leave the scene i meet with the security manager in the lobby and tell them what happened security confronts the guy he lies and of course says i never touched him he then starts going on about how he's an ex-sheriff and deserves respect security escorts him out they pull the security tapes and see him confront me behind the bar and blatantly shove me clear as day this incident combined with two things that i absolutely this incident combined the two things i absolutely hate the most about bartending one non-customers taking up chairs your purse does not get a chair your suitcase does not get a chair you do not get a chair unless you are ordering something how do people not understand this these people took up a quarter of my bar for four hours last night and spent zero dollars they probably cost me at least 50 to 100 two the way people feel empowered to say and do anything to you because they know you aren't in a position to retaliate. This was a morbidly obese 60 plus year old man. I am a grown up. My fighting days are well behind me, but I'm half this guy's age and in way better shape. If I really wanted to, I could have destroyed him. And he knows that he would have never challenged me to a fight on the street in a million years. But because he knows I'll lose my job if I retaliate, he feels totally comfortable shoving me and threatening me with physical violence. As a side note, this is the second time I've been threatened with physical violence at this job and both times came at the hands of people involved with law enforcement. Telling cops no to anything is an absolute nightmare. They have total meltdowns. It's not the end of the world. Most nights are good. Just one, this one just happened to be soul crushingly bad. I just feel like I needed to vent. Wow. So this reminds me of some video that I saw on Instagram Reels. I don't know if you shared it to me or shared it to you where it looked like kind of was like just a 
not a dive bar, but just a casual like kind of bar. And someone came back behind the bar and was yelling at the bartender, and the bartender laid his ass out. Right. Obviously, there's more to that story that we are not aware of. There had been escalations, you know. But yeah, I that is the that is the part that I can relate to when customers can try to talk to you because they don't think you're going to talk back to them. They're just going right. to like just because you can't retaliate or they can't think retaliate. you can't. Right. And I don't take that shit. <laughs> I will give you a piece of my mind. And if, especially if you went to the management and they didn't do anything, right. then like I, then it's like, it's time to take this in my own fucking hands at that point. Yes. Especially the second time. The first time, like, ugh, you know, but it's curious though, because he said he lost almost 50 to a hundred dollars because they took four hours. So that means his bar must be pretty fucking busy, you know, to lose a hundred dollars worth of tips in four hours. That's, I mean, it's a hotel bar, so right. you know their drinks are probably twenty bucks a piece. Yeah, yeah, but still, I guess it's, but it's also like what a bunch of dicks. But it um, it was Monday Night Football. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just. I don't know. It's it, but it just regardless. Regardless, but there's TVs out in the lobby. Why? Like, what? What goes through people's minds? They're like, you know what? Why would you want to sit at the bar? I don't know. I uh, I mean I I understand that there's like this like sitting at the bar and watching a football game is actually really fun. And I get that. However, you have to be respectful of the establishment. Mm -hmm. Like if, if the, if they say no outside food, then order food from them mm -hmm. or go to the lobby, eat your fucking pizza. Right. And it's the, the part that did it for me, the part that had my blood boiling for this person was the, I kindly say, I told you, you weren't allowed as we don't allow outside food. He gives a shit-eating grin and says sorry and keeps eating. Mm -hmm. What the? Oh, I'd have laid him out. Yeah. I would have just <sighs> took the plate of food away from him and thrown it away. Good call. Like, oops, sorry. <laughs> we don't allow outside food. Chuck, into the trash. Can. Or pour like a draft beer and accidentally knock spill it, it or spill it over. All over his all food. All over his food. Oops. Oopsie. I'm sorry. I'm I'm all thumbs you gotta today. Gotta make sure make thumbs <laughs> today. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta make sure he gets on his pants too, though. <laughs> Just spill a whole sixteen ounce beer. Uh, <laughs> God, I would, my blood was boiling reading this. Man, that person. So they're my age, you know, you know, your age, more, you know, thirty something years old, and yeah. come back behind the bar, dude. No, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're a bartender, if you don't work at that bar and if you are not currently on shift and the bartender did not specifically ask you to do mm -hmm. something, you do not, mm -hmm. you do not go behind the bar. The, I, there was one time I didn't care, but uh, John from Brazen, I was just getting smashed and he could just see the dishes piling up and he knew I was in and he just, I remember I saw him take his jacket off. Mm -hmm. Laid it on the on the on the end of the bar and right. just came back and doing dishes. But right. that's but again, like there, he, he you know him, right? Yes, you yes. guys are you guys have a rapport mm -hmm. within the industry and with with each other, right? That is a, that is different, right? No, I, yeah, any random person that I don't know, even if you do know the person, but they but like, well, those people I know will not know not to come behind the bar, right? Right, but like, yeah, it's. I mean, your best friend can be the bartender, and you can see things. But like, if you don't know precisely what you're doing back there, mm -hmm. don't go. Don't go. Yeah, and and especially if you don't know that bartender, mm -hmm. 
Especially, oh God, I'm so mad. Yeah, that. There's so many levels of incorrect guest, uh, and it's so funny too. It's like, why is the guest lying? Because they know their security tapes. The bartender has nothing to lose because if he does, if he does say he pushed me, he doesn't, then he's probably gonna get reprimanded anyway. So. The bartender's not going to lie about getting pushed or shoved. Unless he wasn't aware that there were cameras. But, I mean, it's this was three months ago. You have to assume that there are cameras. There's cameras everywhere. I right. don't give a fuck. But when people get mad about people filming out in public, you're getting filmed in a million other places right now. Also, and then let's just add to it. Uh, I'm an ex-sheriff, and I deserve respect. Y- huh? You yeah. automatically don't get respect. You earn your respect, and you lost it. When you kept eating the first time your food. Right. Like, I think everybody everybody walks in the door with a base level of respect. Right. Like a base level of humanhood. Yeah. And you can maintain it, you can exceed it, or you can lose it. Mm-hmm. The, the second time that you walked in with food, he lost it. He lost it the first time. They told him he can't do it. But it, it sounded like he left and then came, left with the food and then came back. Because he came back again with more food. I think, I don't really un- like. Right. I, it wasn't really clear in the story. What I how I perceived this is they sat there for four hours, so they ate like, right. They ate dinner number one, and then they had and they came back dinner. and came back for second dinner. That's huh. I mean I don't like apps or something like that. Like that's how I because he sits there for four hours, so it seems like you know. Yeah, but it's like no, an hour later a fourth guy comes down. So like the three guys were there for a while, then uh, then guy comes in who wants to sit at a bar for th- an hour just sitting there not ordering drinks and not you can find more comfortable chairs yeah absolutely huh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, i'm just boiling the, and see this is goes to there's so many layers on the story that kind of makes it more complex my story was very simple right but it was like one big factor right this is just a little L- bit, minutia. a little bit, a little bit more, this, a little bit more. This for the bartender. Um, th- this was death of a thousand cuts. It yeah. was itty bitty little things that escalated mm-hmm. into one. It like that. That was just the the put you over the top. Right. It was like slowly, like every ten seconds, shaking a can of pop and having it explode. Yep. I'm gonna give this a four four again. Wow, that's three stories in a row that you've given a four point four. In case you were wondering. Because um, I don't like 4.5 is, I guess I don't know why I'm not giving it like a 4.5, 4.6, or 4.2. I just feel like that's the number to give. I, I'm going to go lower. Okay. Um, so for two reasons. One, as a side note, this is the second time I've been threatened with physical violence at this job. And both times it came at the hands of people involved with law enforcement. It's pretty fucked up. Uh, yep. But it's not uncommon. And I know that I've experienced it. Not physical violence, but just general douchebaggery. Mm-hmm. And because it is death of a thousand cuts, like we've all, I had a day today that was death of a thousand cuts. <laughs> and it, it, it seems so much crazier and more wild than it is. Um, but you've had people come behind your bar and try to fight you. You've had people try to flaunt hotel rules when you worked or bar rules when you worked at the hotel. That's true. 
Um, so I'm going to say 3.1. No, right. you know, I'm going to give it a solid three. It's okay. the middle of the road. All right. That's a good point. That last point. Yeah. It's just been forever since I worked at a hotel. Like you just forget like <laughs> everyday shit. But yeah, people try to flinch out, you know, like, oh, we're staying at the hotel. I don't give a shit. Yeah, because especially in hotel bars, people think that, oh, because I'm a guest at the hotel, I am I am entitled to the the amenities, as it were, even when the mm-hmm. amenities aren't included in your room charge. All right, I'm gonna go three five. Because the stories also that Carrie, Brett, Nick have told me, you know, people come in without shoes on. Right. Thinking that they can wear robes. Mm-hmm. Without fucking clothes underneath of them. Right. Man, they there was them. one time we were to- we got told, I think, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure we were told that we had to let them in even if they weren't wearing shoes. Well, that's not. No. That's no. a health code violation. No, it was the robe thing. We were, they had to wear shoes. But they could wear their robes. Yeah, you can wear your robe as long as you're not like... But who the fuck people. wants to wear their robes to a fucking public bar, man? Like, that's fucking weird. We definitely did wear robes to a concert. That's We wore, we wore <laughs> clothes, clothes them, full yeah. clothes underneath of it. We weren't like in a bathing suit and winning too. And it was Halloween. It just, just, it just frustrates me. And all I got to say is don't be a dick. Tip your bartenders and drink responsibly. Yep.